Welcome to Afterlife TV. I'm Bob Olson. We're at AfterlifeTV.com. Today I'm going to talk about how to spot a phony fraud or scam artist. All right. There's certain ways you can spot them, but let me start by just saying there are not as many fakes out there as most people believe. Yes, they exist. This is why you got to watch out for them. This is why I'm doing this video but not as many as some skeptics would like you to believe. And so, but let's just talk about the, the worst case scenario, the scam artists. Now, there are really two types of scams that are the most common that you really gotta watch out for. The first is uh, more prominent than the other. And it, it's just called what I call curse removal. All right, and this is such a typical scam. It plays right into people's fears, and this is why it works. Here's what they do. In most cases, they are looking for psychic junkies, for the most part, all right? So they're looking for people who come back regularly, who are sort of easy to, um, easy to take advantage of. And a lot of times what they'll do is, uh, th these are the kind of people, I'm gonna teach you how to spot a fake in a moment, but they end up giving readings to someone and the person doesn't recognize them as a fake. So as, as they get you know, the first reading, second reading, third reading, maybe fifth reading, maybe 10th reading, they're learning a lot about this person just because of the questions that they ask, the conversations they're having with these people, maybe even after the reading they might talk to you a little bit, um, and they're learning things about you. Really what they're looking for, first of all, they want to know how vulnerable you are, how, um, how, easy, you know, how easy it might be to take advantage of you, but they're also looking to find out like how much money you have. Like, and they'll try to figure out really how much money you have saved, how much money you have in the bank. Then what's gonna happen, and this might happen at the first reading, it might happen the third, it might happen at the ninth or 10th. Once they figure they've gained your trust and that you really think that they're a legitimate psychic or medium, they then tell you that you have a curse on you and that the reason you're not making the money that you're having, the reason that you're having financial problems or the reason that you're having problems with your career or the reason that you're having relationship issues and that you can't find your soulmate is because someone put a curse on you and all they need to do is remove that curse for you and your life is just gonna be magical and, and you live happily ever after, all right? However, to remove that curse, it's gonna cost a lot of money. And if they already have a sense of how much money you have, that could be anywhere from $600 or $800 to $2,000 to, I've heard as much as 20-something thousand dollars that they had taken advantage of people uh, with this curse removal scam and had people actually go and this is what they often will try to do. You wire the money to them. They don't want to check. Uh, they don't want to do it through a credit card because you can, you can get a chargeback on that. They don't really want any trail. They want you to wire the money to them. They'll give you a reason why they want you to wire it to some whatever. They'll come up with all kinds of reasons why it should be wired and not you, know, you write a check or do a credit card. And and then they're just gonna take that money from you and you'll never hear from them again, all right? They'll disappear. So, 
That's a curse remover. I just want to say, there is no curse, all right? You do not have a curse on you. There are no curses. And they, uh, and they don't have the, the ability to remove them. First of all, because they, they're not true. You don't have a curse on you. Second of all, they don't have some special power that allows them to remove curses for you. So don't believe in it. Don't fall into the fear. I understand why people fall for it. You know, you think about it. Someone's just told you that you have a curse on you. All they have to do is remove it for you, and everything's going to be okay. And it's easy to think back like, oh, yeah, you know, I've had a lot of problems lately. You know, I've got fired from my job or, you know, my husband left me or, you know, all these different things that are going through your head. And it helps to convince you that, oh, well, that now it makes sense. I had a curse on me. That's why things have been going so bad. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with you making really poor choices in your life, right? So it's a, it's a great way to understand all the bad things that have happened to you, but the reality is it doesn't exist. People can't per- put curses on other people, and certainly for the same reason, you know, no psychic or medium can remove a curse for you. So don't fall for that scam, all right? The second one is uh, a little more delicate. It's called spell casting. It's a little different than the curse removal. In this particular case, uh, they will tell you that by paying them a certain fee, you, they will put a spell either out into the universe or usually on another person in order to get that person to do something for them. So they might put a spell on your ex-husband to cause him to want to fall back in love with you. Or, you know, maybe some gal that you're head over heels about and they'll put a spell on her so that she'll fall in love with you. And other people have told me that uh, the psychic or medium said that they would put a spell on a potential employer so that you could get the job that you want. All sorts of reasons why people will put spells or sometimes they just put a spell out into the universe so that abundance and prosperity will come your way, all right? Same thing. This is a classic, very typical scam that people are pulling on people. The amount of money that they charge for this spell casting ranges from hundreds to thousands of dollars. Don't fall for it. Now, there's a little caveat to this. There are some people who see spell casting. They're not doing it as scam artists. They see it, they're using the, the phrase spellcasting to really mean to help you set intentions. And intention setting is a completely different thing. Intention setting is about basically, you know, doing a ritual or saying a prayer, or just putting out your desires to the universe so that the universe reflects those desires, that thinking, that mindset back to you so you that life happens the way you want it to. Intention setting is like about the is like the law of attraction kind of stuff. If you read or saw the, the movie The Secret, you know, this is really what, what that was all about, intention setting. Um, and some people take it so far as to create a ritual out of it. So they might sell you a candle so that you light the candle and when you light the candle and you're watching the candle burn, you're thinking about the things, the intentions that you want um, to create the life of your desire. And this is different. You know, 
I don't agree with I don't agree with it. I don't agree with any kind of spell casting. But if people are trying to sell you a candle for seven bucks or fifteen bucks, this is not the scams that I'm talking about with the spell casting. The thing with spell casting is we cannot, nobody can exert their will upon someone else's will and cause them, force them, even influence them to do something that they're not willing to do. All right, we all have free will. Nobody can influence us in that way. At the same time, we can set intentions. We can set, you know, our desires out into the universe and hope that our spirit guides, the universe, will help to create the life that we desire, uh, the life that we're imagining and and asking for in those intentions. That's completely different. And if someone is trying to help you with a ritual, you don't need the ritual, all right. But if someone is trying to help you with, say, candle burning or something like that. You don't need a special candle that's for prosperity or for love or whatever it may be. You don't need it, but if it helps you to take the time and, and sit back and, and think about that intention, then that's not a bad thing. So don't confuse the two, all right? Anyways, those are the two most common scams. Now getting back to fakes, again, not as many as, as, you, as most people think there are out there, but they do exist. And the problem is it's very difficult for most people to recognize a phony fraud or scam artist uh, if they're not real familiar with getting readings from psychics and mediums, from legitimate ones. Uh, so I'm just going to tell you a little bit of what, what you can watch out for. First of all, they're going to ask a lot of leading questions. Some people call this phishing or cold reading. They're going to ask you a lot of questions that they shouldn't be asking, all right? Really, most legitimate, really the best psychics and mediums are telling you information and only question that they should be asking you is, do you understand this information that I'm telling you? All right. Um, so they can ask you that question. They want to make sure that you can acknowledge the information that they're giving you so that they're on the right track and that you're understanding everything. But they shouldn't be asking you like, who has, um, who has cancer? You know, like that's a very leading question because most of us know somebody who has been diagnosed with cancer in our life. When you ask an open-ended question like that, you're going to think, oh, wow, you know, that, that, that psychic is really good. You know, they, they knew that, you know, somebody in my life had cancer. And then you go and tell them who that is. They'll use that information that you tell them in order to make the reading better. That's what the fakes are doing. So uh, the first thing is they're going to ask a lot of leading questions. They're also going to have a lot of misses. Now I talk about hits and misses. Hits meaning things that they get right, misses being things that they got wrong. Uh, there's going to be a lot more misses, very few hits. And the hits that they give you are not going to be compelling hits. Now compelling hits are, you know, these are things that the psychic or medium could not possibly have known about you, all right, because they don't know you, they're a stranger to you. They're giving you information that they couldn't know. And the more detail, the better. So, you know, I often use a, uh, an example I had in the very first reading I ever had, the medium said, your father's coming through. He's telling me that one of his proudest moments was when you played uh, a solo on your saxophone in the middle school band concert. It was a great hit, right? It's a very compelling hit. I did play the saxophone. I did play a solo. There was only two solos in the middle school band concerts, and I was one of them. So, you know, 
these are not just things that you could say to anybody and get them right. These were very detailed, very compelling. You're not going to get that from the fakes, all right? So they're going to have a lot of vague generalities. So they're going to tell you things like, I know that you're at a crossroads in your life. You know, who isn't at a crossroads in their life, right? Now, again, some legitimate psychics will tell you the same thing, all right? Because we are all probably going through a, cro at a, we're at a crossroads in our lives. Um, so you're going to hear that from legitimate ones, but you're going to get a lot of vague generalities from the fakes. And so that's what you've got to watch out for. It's like, what is this? Like, there's nothing detailed. There's no names, no dates, no, you know, details, um, places that I've been to, places, memories that me and my loved one had. You know, like, there's nothing that they're getting right. It's all very vague stuff. That's what should put you on the alert, that you might be dealing with a fake. Um, and then the last thing I'll just say is when the psychic or the medium, the fake, is giving you information and it's wrong because they're going to have a lot of stuff that's wrong because they're fake, um, you're going you're gonna to let them know, probably in a nice way, that it doesn't make sense, that no, that doesn't make sense, no, that's wrong. And so their response to these misses are really going to be what teaches you uh, that they're fake as well. So the phony frauds and scam artists are going to either ignore what you said, they're going to ignore that you're not acknowledging these messages, they're going to get flustered by it, they're going to get uh, uh, angry because you're telling them, and they're going to maybe become argumentative with you and tell you that you're wrong and that they're right. All right. So these are the kinds of things that you can watch out for. Again, very difficult to tell a fake unless you're very experienced with uh, legitimate psychics and mediums. But those are just a few things that you can watch out for. And if you think you're dealing with a fake, look, you know, uh, just don't get readings from that person. All right. So I wish you a lot of luck. Stick with people who uh, who you learn from. You know, referrals, people that you know who are good people who are endorsed by uh, people who are in the know, you know, people who have tested them like me uh, and others who, you know, sort of uh, write about their best readings. You know, we have on bestpsychicdirectory.com, we have reviews on there. We have thousands of reviews from people who have readings. If you see that there's, you know, someone's got 150 re positive reviews about their readings, chances are those 150 people are not all wrong, all right? Anyways, I hope this is helpful to you, and I wish you luck. All right.